0: And novelty songs. and songs. and
1: songs. The biggest feedback I get for the podcast is why do you guys watch like mo- not just bad movies, but movies that nobody's interested in hearing people talk about? Who said this? My wife and my family today, when I was video oh. chatting with them. Wait, sorry, what did they say? I said, why do you watch movies that nobody wants to hear it, people talk about? <laughs> I
2: don't ac- a i don't accept that this actually happened it did happen i think this is you saying this no it happened b you fed this to family- him Kel. yeah you definitely prompted this <laughs> you were like no. we watch all these dumb movies that marty wants to watch and no cool movies that i want to watch yeah. and they're like kelly you're right no Why you wrote that in your mom's
0: mother's day card so you could hear her say it out loud
1: <laughs> i didn't ins- i did an inception on all of my family members and then I was like, "Next time we video chat, I'm going to record it, and I'm going to bring it up on the podcast during the during the start." Well, you know
2: what, Kelly? You know what's funny, Kelly? What? You know what our least popular episode is? The Goofy what? movie one. No, Pop Star. Yeah, that's fine. that's because that, was that a, movie for me, that one was, was robbed. Was
1: for me.
0: It just mirrors the public's uh, it does yes it does uh, yeah. misconceptions about that movie
1: goofy
2: movie huge success so you know what I was wrong about a goofy movie <laughs> I'm willing to admit it the, the people want wants it. it the people want our opinions on it apparently <laughs> which is perplexing to me because who cares oh no they needed it
0: but then again our opinions on sausage party my word oh That's... man is that what we're going people over right now
2: or is it next? wait till next week gentlemen wait till next week uh, on that. excuse Kay. me Hard Day's Night. Welcome to Spoof Scoofs and Novelty Songs. A podcast about dumb shit. Episode 43. Kelly, you were saying something. <laughs> <laughs> Is this Kel- episode... Kelly? <laughs> no, I Kelly, don't think... Kelly, you were saying something?
1: Uh, Hard Day's Night. We're talking about Hard Day's Night. We're talking about the Beatles movie, Hard Day's Night.
2: Yeah. This week,
1: we're reviewing A
2: Hard Day's Night, a 1964 musical comedy directed by Richard Lester. The film portrays 36 hours in the life of the famous rock band, The... Beatles. Now, a,
0: <laughs> it was certainly uh, a musical, but comedy? I thought it's there, a there were, tongue were funny and parts.
1: Ch- nope. I thought there were funny parts.
0: Uh, yeah, it's just, oh my god, it's, uh, British people humor is—I um, <laughs> just—it truly—it feels like uh, it's from another language. It like, oh, it makes sense in its original tongue. It's, you know what I mean. Like, it's like it does not translate <laughs> to my brain. I do not get why they, which parts if of these I were I,
2: jokes? Which parts? If were only the I jokes. spoke English. If I spoke English, I would understand the joke. That's what I'm saying. You
1: the know, what? English. I I think the problem probably wasn't that it was that it was by the Beatles. That's what I think. These guys are freaks, man.
0: <laughs> the stuff they think is funny and they're like pretending to like be all...
2: We'll get into it. We'll get into yes.
0: it. Marty, do your intro.
2: The film is a tongue-in-cheek <laughs> look at the lives of the band and the mania surrounding their popularity and is a series of sketches and skits. It cost about $200,000 and made back $11 million. It was a big hit it's considered a great British film. It's considered a great film in general. Oh, my God. It was, released, it was made by United Artists, who basically wanted the rights to the soundtrack. I don't think they cared about the movie quite so much. They were attempting to milk uh, Beatlemania for all it's worth. Uh, and the last little factoid before we can start, United Artists try to get... <laughs> They tried to get them to dub over the voices of the Beatles because they thought their accents were too difficult to oh understand. Oh my god! What the hell? <laughs> and Paul McCartney was just like, "No." Well, yeah. they it's wanted
0: like, they wanted them to dub cool. over the the music parts, or just ADR the whole fucking thing.
2: Them speaking, just I think. S- time,
0: oh, I think.
1: just them doing. Their this. Liverpool yeah. accents were too thick,
0: But then the shit they're, they're saying, they'd be like, "Oh, he's a right tosser. He is like." <laughs> <laughs>
2: So, gentlemen, who's your favorite yes. beetle?
1: Finally, we get to talk Ooh. about it. Who's your favorite beetle? I mean, besides we Paul, of course. This. Who's your favorite beetle?
2: We have not addressed this on the podcast before. <laughs> yeah. And then we have to
0: do Fuck Mary Kill, Weird Al, mm. uh 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 Sasha Baron Cohen and <laughs> um Who's that uh, Jewish man?
1: Little Dickie. No, just the Mel king Brooks? of spoofs. Yes, thank you. God damn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I'm not doing that. Well, who's yeah, your favorite either. Beetle?
0: Does, doesn't that seem more <laughs> pressing? Why is you're acting like this is like a thing we should have said already? And I just don't see how it's relevant to the podcast. For some reason, this is the one issue I'm a purist on.
2: No, it's because we have talked about this before because we've covered like so many Beatles-related things already on the show. When I
1: just want to know <laughs> if your favorite Beatle is Paul, George, John, or Ringo. That's all I want to know. Who's your favorite Beatle? All right, Kelly, if I tell you, will you shut the hell up about this? <laughs>
2: <You're> <laughs> Stop so giving me the to. third degree here. <laughs>
0: you're under oath right now. I just want to oh, remind Oh, my you. God. Well, if you must know... I'm, like,
1: wiping sweat off my brow right now. <laughs> <laughs> you got a lot of listeners. It's Paul, baby. All right. Good choice. Kelly, you. your pick? Uh, Paul, because it's the correct choice.
2: Uh, mine is a two-way tie between oh, Paul and Ringo. Oh, shut No, no, no. <laughs> hold on. Wrong. No. Wrong. Wrong. Hold on. Let me finish. Let you me can't finish. have a two-way tie. It's a two-way tie between Paul and Ringo because they're both alive still.
0: And you think it's a moral sin yeah, to be it's, dead? Yeah, it's
1: like a <laughs> yes. contest. It's like, oh, they they outlast, they outlived, outlasted, outlived. Everybody who died <laughs> is a little
0: bit selfish, right? Like, oh, you want to have a funeral? Yeah. Okay, oh, asshole. How dare you?
2: Um, speaking. You of- know what? My first thought on this film. Uh, John is the most irritating person I think I've ever watched on camera. Yes, <laughs> I
1: thought he was like pretty good at acting but maybe he wasn't acting maybe he was trying to be oh, real i thought he was
2: see like i thought overall the movie did a really good job of like kind of tweaking their personalities and like making fun of uh the public's perception about them uh but him in particular i just thought he was so obnoxious every single think... scene is like i was just wanting to punch him in the face I was so angry <laughs> That's it.
0: when uh there is know, something like I... infuriating about it and yeah. it's like Whenever I think of like the Beatles' sense of humor, I think it is like mostly him. It's what I hate, what I hated the most, and what made me like the most, like confused too, is the, all their little non sequitur jokes where they're just again I forget what like example I use. but they're I'm the Bishop of Greenberries <laughs> or like what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> like it like or it is or is that like British slang? I can't fucking tell if like anything means
1: anything.
2: <laughs> it doesn't. It was just supposed to be a wacky fun whimsical movie i think that that's i don't know
1: when john's I taking that was the goal. john's taking a bath and he's i think he's like pretends he gets bombed or something and then sinks yeah. and then they're like come on we got a car waiting let's go where's john he's in the bathtub he pulls the plug on the bathtub to drain it john's not there i don't know it's like what's going on here what's happening <laughs> what world is this rooted in it's zany it's, it,
2: what? It wasn't. Yeah, it was just, like, they just, like, wanted to to cash in as much as possible on their success. So They were like, let's make a movie. We'll release the soundtrack as side one of the album A Hard Day's Night, which they did. We'll put a bunch of terrible songs in the movie, which I really hated a lot of the music in this movie.
0: There's some good B-sides in their songs. I think the hits
1: are all right. The hits are all great. This, I think the songs are okay, but like the lead into them, where they would just be like, "All right, we're gonna play it right now." One, yeah, like let me, play yeah, this I song wish will chew it, you up, like... Ringo. Like, oof, I just fucking did yeah. not like that, and I did not like a lot of the imagery that went along with the songs because it was just boring the imagery. Yeah, just the film oh, that went along with it, like it was just gotcha. boring. It wasn't interesting to look at. But what do you mean when they were playing their guitars and like looking at each other? Yeah, <laughs> fucking lame i don't know do
0: something cool, and then like one of them would like make a face and they'd be all like that
1: yeah (laughs) we're having fun yep yeah you're nailing it this is that was uninteresting to me Hmm. you know
2: what's funny is and i i actually agree with the sentiment the movie is considered this like uh it's considered like extremely well directed because he was just like the director of the film just constantly was trying to come up with different visual gags to do Mm -hmm. which is why they have so many like all those like bird's eye shots, all of the like helicopter stuff. Like he was just like throwing anything at the wall to make the movie more interesting, and I think it works. Like I actually think the movie was like visually fun. I think like, it I ran it was at a, at a, a nice t- clip, especially
0: for a uh, '60s movie. It was it was paced uh, pretty well. I I, yeah. I wasn't bored really, but I honestly, yeah, like some of the musical numbers. Um, did kind of drag, like man. If it was anybody but the Beatles, then uh, it uh, yeah. they couldn't have pulled it off. And and the other thing that was really hit or miss was just all of the like all of like the written and like you said, like visual gags, like everything that they planned i really enjoyed and then like maybe a third of the improvised shit i liked and then the rest of it was just like unintelligible like garbage and like it's again luckily if it were anybody but the beatles luckily like their personalities like are charming enough to like make it work but they're really they're really relying heavily on 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 that and it's like yeah my least favorite stuff about the early beatles like uh with this or like if you like watch any of their concerts is like there are moments at least to me where it seems like they can tell they're being cute and they're like fucking digging into it and that i find really cloying and fucking annoying and it and it undercuts what's great about them which is like the fucking skill as musicians and songwriters they have
2: yeah like, the George Harrison, he goes to the, uh, it's like an ad company, and they think he's a lookalike of George Harrison, and he's, like, playing into that sort of, that whole scene is just, like, it was so, like...
0: What are we doing?
2: Smug. Yeah, smug and waste of time. It was just, like, like, this wasn't a funny enough idea. This was a waste of just your money, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But... The best part of this movie, by far, in my opinion, the reason I think the movie works and why I actually found it to be, like, a fun time Mm -hmm. is the uh, Paul's grandfather character, which I did not know that was, like, so much of the movie. What did they keep saying
0: about him? That he's clean?
2: He's very very clean. Again, is that
1: that slang, or do they... No, I
2: think it's it's just supposed to be funny. Like he's a clean old man. Like, I think that's just a really funny way to describe an old man. I want
1: to talk about Ringo's first line when they're introducing. Grandfather. <laughs> okay. Do you guys remember Kelly, this You go line? ahead, but I, I have some thoughts on this as well, but you go. Uh, the line is, I don't know what leads up to it, but I know what the line is. It's a funny joke. It's a funny joke. You can
0: tell because he laughs right after. Yes.
1: <laughs>
2: It Ringo is. is very bad in this movie, by the way. I think he's great in this movie. I think, I think he's, he's okay really okay good. For, exe- boy, his first, one, the line first line the f- is
1: insane. <laughs> <laughs> that they like they didn't have any better takes than that, or like were they trying to save time in the final cut of the movie? To, like, yeah, he's what? like, "What? Look, it's Paul's grandpa! Ha ha ha!" ha. It's, like, it's, that's the, the line exact is, delivery. The line <laughs> is, "Well, if he's your grandfather, who knows? Ha 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 ha!" But he delivered <laughs> here. I'm just sending the clip. His delivery of it is insane. It's Hold fucking on. I, nuts. I'm gonna
0: watch it. We could probably play this clip.
2: <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, the Beatles took us down last time.
0: I, but I think if it, it's it's two seconds of somebody talking. It's, it's we can it's, probably Ringo
1: says, "Well, if he's hurt, <laughs> I can't even do. Well, if he's your grandfather, <laughs> who knows? Ah, like."
0: You didn't even finish the question. And he it's just, the fakest so laugh good. in the world. But I think I think his acting, I think he's actually very charming the whole rest of the movie. I think he kind of
1: carries the whole rest of the movie. It's hey, just that bit, first line his, where he fucked up real bad. His little waltz was pretty, like, not fun to watch for me. Either, like, What was the just, waltz? Just him, like, walking around town and, like, he was chased he was like by nine. girls at first, he puts on a trench coat and then, like, he, yeah. that's, like, when the cops start following him and Mark down all of his hooligan, hooliganry.
2: I didn't think any of that worked. Well, I, I boring. found that to be the most uninteresting parts. Like, I really did just want it to be more of the grandfather getting into trouble yes. and Paul being exasperated with him because that stuff was so good the yeah. whole time. That as a concept Paul, for a movie was a really cool thing. Paul
1: being thing. exasperated with him, but constantly being like, here, you watch him. Like, to yeah, everyone was like, else. Yes, yes. <laughs> like, was Where's so my bad. grandfather? Like... <laughs> I don't know. He's
2: constantly upset that everyone else has lost him, but yeah. it's like you're taking no responsibility for this. And also why? He's just an old man. Yeah. Like let him go. And also he looks like
0: maybe 48. <laughs>
2: right. Yeah, he doesn't look that old. <laughs> I think he's also the only like uh he was like a major casting ch- I forget the actor's name, but he was like this like well-known British actor at the time. Um Yeah. So he was like a big big cast for them kind of move. Boy.
1: Well, should we i yeah, it? I'm giving I'm giving this movie a lot of shit, but I also think, like, for the time, pop culturally, I'm not surprised it made a ton of money. It was, like, the one yeah. way that you could kind of see the Beatles in concert because they weren't really touring after this, if I'm not... Yeah. Or if I'm... No, they were touring correct. up through... Um, they were still touring. Rubber Soul. Okay, yeah. well, still, it was just, like, a way for people to be able to see them because, I mean... Because they, they got help after this mofo, too. And,
2: like, I don't know. I think this movie, like, I mean, it's kind of a defining... Uh, for this type of movie, this is, like, clearly very influential to, like, your Crossroads or your... From Justin <laughs> McKellie's... I mean, like, really It's good true. Cinema. It is, like, a
0: pop movie. Like, yeah, yeah.
2: For sure. Like, Spinal Tap, I think Spinal Tap rips off so Like, the whole crux of Spinal Tap... Yeah, the whole part where they, movie. like, looked and
0: sounded like the Beatles... Yes. And Spinal. They were,
2: more, they were more, like, sex pistols, right? Like, that is...
0: Horrible. No, well, there's. they just were, like... We talked about this in the Spinal Tap episode, where it's, yeah. like, how, like, okay, they must have been a band for, like, 30 years at this point, because they show them as right. the Beatles, and then, yeah, I think they show them as uh, a punk band.
2: Yeah. yeah I... As a spoof, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to think
0: if there's more. <laughs> All the... Okay, I think t- kind of to what Kelly was saying about the performances where they, like, um, kept trying... Like, they, the the musical performances, like, had one foot in reality and, like, one foot out, kind of. Mm-hmm. Where, like, you know what I mean? It was like, oh, look, a stage. Let's do a... Let's play a song yeah. on it. And it's like... Yeah. This is a very inefficient way to have a practice, one song at a time on ninety different stages. <laughs> and they I were like, I actually didn't mind that, had, but like, they didn't
2: go anywhere from there. That was well, the first thing they did, and then they just did that the rest of the movie. Right, like,
0: because really they were like, Well, you you're, you're about the part to, where to miss Running your, around in a field all funny.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> you're about to miss your fifth rehearsal. What's going on? Where's your <laughs> yeah. drummer? Like, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that shit was. Don't you know I'm the exasperated sweater man? <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> and he was very exasperated. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Which, let's hand it to the Brits as far as comedy goes. They do that, well, Martin Freeman or whatever. Oh my mm-hmm. God. When that guy gets exasperated.
2: It's his whole career. Look out. Yeah. Six out of ten.
1: <laughs> there it is.
2: <laughs> Not overly spoofy. It's mostly just kind of tweaking the thing they're trying to make fun of. But I think it does a good job of that. I think it makes fun of their personalities enough and it especially makes fun of Beatlemania, like all of the tricks they used to get through the crowds and stuff, were super funny. I thought, like, they literally like put a huge box over them and they just bowl over whole crowds and stuff. I thought that stuff was all great. Like, I think them making fun of Beatlemania, they didn't do it a ton, but they did it enough.
0: When they like go through through the, they go. I don't know how to explain this. They fucking walk Mm -hmm. in. They go into one car door and then out the other side of the car into a second car.
2: Yep, that was good. And they leave like one of the guys behind accidentally. Great. Mm-hmm. That's what I wanted a spoof movie. As a movie itself, seven out of ten. An enjoyable romp. I was so surprised by the grandfather character, I did not know that's what this movie was, and I loved everything with his character. I thought it was so enjoyable. What was his uh, thing? Catch... Just
0: like being like Irish and shit?
2: No, his thing was he was like a rap He was just like a little he's a little shit. He's he just like kept wanting Yeah, he wanted to get in more trouble. I loved it. It was a great idea. It, and then, which is such a simple, stupid joke. Like, old man who's weird. Right? Why the but, like, old they man? Just, they nail it in this. They nailed it. Uh, so, 7 out of 10.
1: Wow. Wow. Kelly, would you like to go or shall I? i like 4 out of 10 is a spoof. I don't think this oh. movie is any more of a spoof than a Goofy movie is. But I agree. Really, this oh, is oh this is
2: the bar now? Oh, my God. I think I mean, a Goofy yeah.
1: movie is more of a spoof than I this movie. I think it is, too. Oh,
2: my God god
1: i think if this movie came out in 2000 or yeah 2000 would it have a matrix bullet time effect spoof in it i don't <laughs> think it would i don't think it would mm-hmm. so it's pretty low it's it gotta be under five out of ten as a spoof if it's not gonna throw i don't in that know bullet could time. you see
0: like ringo throws his drumstick at paul and then like <laughs> paul has to lean backwards to yeah.
2: You know what's nice? I like knowing which episodes you guys actually have actually listened to, and I can always, I always know which ones because you always <laughs> both reference them the next time we record.
0: <laughs> we're trying to create a, con, a c- consistent <laughs> s- universe on this yeah. podcast. We're, we're world
1: building here. Yeah. This, uh, good, 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 good. Absolute These silence. These are not world single building arc episodes. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. And it was like, for me, I don't know. If you like the Beatles, 10 out of 10. If you don't like the Beatles. Like still probably five out of ten. Why don't you like the Beatles? It's not, they're not that bad. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> as a spoof,
0: I don't know. It's like as okay. I would give it a higher rating as a comedy than I would as a spoof. But like as a spoof, it's exactly. like fucking. I don't even know. Like Thank one you, out of Scott. ten. What's it? What's it? What are we doing here?
1: What is happening? What we, haven't you, Marty, what show we haven't it's watched Best in Show yet. We haven't watched Brian. <laughs> Go ahead. This is a it's cacophony.
2: Of, I hate you both. We're It's making fun of Beatlemania. Like, very very clearly making fun of Beatlemania. Oh, is All it right.
1: clear? If it's clear, then how come two out of the three of us didn't really see that, Marty? Because <laughs> hmm? well, we didn't grow up in o- the 1960s like Marty
2: did. Two out of the three of us are dumb as shit. I don't know what to tell you. Well,
1: look to your left and look to your right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I did. I didn't see anything.
0: Uh as a spoof <laughs> 2 out of 10 fine. it's i i i definitely laughed i liked the 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 goofiness of it and yeah i guess making fun of Beatlemania or like yeah they're almost like making fun of their fans a little bit yeah, yeah. they're definitely making, making fun chasing of their us fans. around yeah the Beatles are always getting chased. The, this is like almost <laughs> like a okay, you know what? It's like a 20s movie. Like cuz there's a scene it's like <laughs> oh whatever 20s God. movie where like the cop with the Billy Club is like chasing a robber and they like run f- from one side of the frame like around to the other like that kind of shit like it's
2: Benny Hill. You it's the the Benny Hill thing or like a Scooby Doo kind of uh,
0: Yeah, yeah, they come yeah. out of an urn and then they come out of a mm-hmm. different urn same hallway, mm-hmm. two urns one hallway. Um <laughs> so, okay, alright, fine. Three out of ten is a spoof. And then
2: wait. No one convinced wait, me. Wait, you just, just kept going up. I convinced myself.
0: <laughs> Party. This is an open dialogue, that I'm walking you through my process. <laughs> well, you really peeled back those curtains. <laughs> okay, okay. Now let me work, motherfucker. Uh, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh and then as a movie, um,
1: say seven out of ten very enjoyable very enjoyable all right
2: there you have it
1: let's talk about fred willard for a second should we have a moment of silence for him uh, he wouldn't want who's to that a again silence scott come on come on scott he was uh me out. one of the he's
2: one of the he's like a christopher guest regular so you've seen him in like he's, he's the, the judge oh, best that best guy? In show. yeah oh my god no he yeah uh He's the boss and Anchorman, yeah.
1: Yeah. Him and Jerry yep, Stiller died. in one week.
2: Yep. Lynn Shelton, too. Very, like, renowned indie director, indie yeah. film director. She died yesterday, too.
1: Mumblecore director. Yep.
2: Made Hump Day. It's what people know her for, I think.
1: Brutal, man. man. This week's yeah. been
2: brutal. Week for death.
0: Yeah. Also, the thousands of just, like, non-spoof celebrities. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're not going to – oh, you mean those made-up deaths trying to increase the numbers for COVID? Yeah. Oh, God.
0: Yeah, you're right.
1: But but like maybe Movid. if we tell Trump
0: Fred Willard is gone.
1: I don't think yeah. he died from – I don't think any of those no, deaths it was were all COVID, actually. They all died peacefully is what I was told by their obituaries. <laughs> what well, you were told? Hmm. <laughs> That's what I read. The coroner came and talked to you? Yeah. I mean, I was, I was there. I can't believe you guys weren't. <laughs> At I'm all a renowned three. spook podcaster. Well, <laughs> Kelly, are you What's are the you commonality me? between these deaths? <laughs> I was there. I was supporting them. I was holding their hand throughout it. Oh, okay. My favorite He's part about too, huh? Fred Willard dying is that he was in... Um, oh, my God. This is a crazy premise, so you better have something
0: good. Your well, favorite okay. part
1: about this man's death, you freak. He just he was just in a sketch on Netflix, the Tim Robinson... Yeah. yep. Series. Uh, I think you should leave. Uh, you think you should, yeah, uh, yeah right? yep, yep, yep. And he he yep. was Kelly, an Organist. I'm your at a co-host. Funeral.
0: What's wrong with you? What is? I want to stay. I want to do this episode with you guys. Don't say that to me.
2: Oh, God. I hate. You. <laughs> <laughs> hey Scott. Scott, I think you should leave. Uh, <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> anyways, he was in a sketch. So a lot of people were sharing the sketch of him where he's a funeral organist, but he's playing one of those wacky sound effects funeral oh
2: yeah
1: <laughs> all right this that is you know what
0: uh, you followed through <laughs> fair 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 premise fair fair follow through
2: scott yeah do you have a novelty song for us this week uh yeah <laughs> do you want to hear it well i would love to yes
0: do you want me to talk about it do you want me no, to clumsily I... read through my notes and say um and uh a bunch? <laughs> yeah, I'd love
2: that. Oh, please! Don't worry, I'll keep all of it in.
0: All right. Well, I I have I have two, um, and I don't know which one to start. Uh, I'll start with the the the. Okay, the first song I'm going to talk about from 1964 by a little fella. Uh, we've heard him on the uh, the the podcast before goes by the name alan sherman famous for hello mudda hello fada he's got a little number called uh pop hates the beatles and so uh i think you can get the premise just by listening to it so why don't we
2: besides i broke the old one in half i hate the beatles (laughs) She says they have a Liverpool beat. She says they used to play there. The
1: audience nice kids back then just laughs the when you can come up with a rhyme, it feels
0: like. I Okay, I purposefully copied down the lyrics because that was going to be my main observation as well. Like, yes, just if you have, like, a unexpected rhyme, that's the joke. And then also just, like, I guess they all agree that they're all mad about... See, to me, this is, like, the equivalent of, like, me in high school being, like mad at just the existence of Justin Bieber. You know what I mean? It's like it's it's a like a, such a specific uh but very real like sect of curmudgeonhood to just be like mad at pop stars for like like do you does everybody need to listen to fucking Primus? Or-
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: Or Fish. Primus
2: or is your example yeah. for like cool indie band no, well, this like, is
0: my example for like what the guy who like is like super fucking pissed off about Justin Bieber thinks everybody should be listening to yeah
1: like why aren't you listening to these other cooler people and I used to be yeah. like that and in... like Avenged Sevenfold yes of course uh, I think we all have our moments of that where you're just like why is this a popular song and i i've like really caught because
0: i used to i'm calling myself out here 100 i used to be one of these like anti-pop curmudgeons now oh, i I'm know just you like, guys made fun oh, of me for listening
1: to the ting tings yeah <laughs> oh, but you're i'll not still cool, make fun can, of
0: you yeah. for listening to you want to talk about car yeah, but commercial it's music more, motherfucker
1: it's, you're doing it for nostalgia now more than anything back then it was real yeah, of
2: course. <laughs> No, I actually didn't, because Kelly, I always made fun of you for liking bands that I also liked. <laughs> yeah, Makes sense. Uh, if anything, it was
1: self-deprecating of me.
2: Yeah,
0: there's um ah oh, Jesus Christ, I totally forgot what I was gonna say.
1: Well, it's like I'm still gonna make
0: fun of oh, people wait, wait, wait. for listening. I remember. Fish. Okay, there's car commercial music, and then what's slightly cooler is iPod commercial music. Oh man, <laughs> you gotta get that iPod commercial. Music. You got
2: you too, and I'm pretty you sure. Got- the tingies,
0: the tingies, the tingies, the ting, the, them, them ting tings. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm pretty they sure they were.
2: Shut up and let me go was one of those, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah.
0: The ting tings, I feel like, is like a, honestly like a pretty deep pull in 2020. If you're like not us, like honestly, I, yeah, I, no, I bet many listeners hadn't <laughs> pondered the ting tings in quite a while.
1: You have, you have to be a rare type of person to be watching, to know what the ting tings are, you have to have watched VH1 back in the late aughts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or seen that iPod commercial, my friend? Yeah, that's true. Which,
2: like, tons of people did though. I, that that I don't agree with. Okay, premise,
1: they so saw that. the iPod commercial, but did they know it was the Ting Tings? Could have been any indie pop I mean, duo. Could have been they anything.
2: Were... Boy, I think we have to cover that song at some point on the podcast. I think at this point, it's it a has novelty
1: to be song to us.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. You guys, I've been. Its
2: popularity is novel. Remember
1: when mashups were popular? I wonder if someone did no. like a Matt and Ting mashup. <laughs> Ooh. It would just
2: sound the same, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's pretty much just, it just doesn't change. Just a,
1: just a good song, I guess. Is, I guess I agree with you, Marty. Just a good song. <laughs> it's just a good time.
0: <laughs> she says they have a Liverpool beat. She says they used to play there. Four nice kids from Offa of the Street. Why didn't they?
1: stay there that's and then people laugh and i don't get it it wasn't that funny of a song they were fucking wrenching their guts the audience was was. like
2: that with uh hello mother hello fada they like when they he rhymes camp granada everyone like chuckles so crazily Mm -hmm. and i think it's a i think it's fake right like i think it's a laugh track right uh probably i think it's i would assume it's a laugh track
1: I think it's real. And then can you believe that they got together, like, say, a whole yeah. fucking, like, orchestra to make this shit happen? Oh, my God, yeah. Did you hear the uh, marimbas? Wait, no. <laughs> What's well, the big drums that it's it's unnecessary to have so many people Snare. drumming? Them. Marimba. Is it a marimba? All right, cool. I'm a Bass genius. Dress. I'm pretty sure.
2: Um, Timpani.
1: Timpani. I timpani, think that's
2: it. Thinking. Marimba is,
1: like, the wooden xylophone yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah.
2: See, I'm not actually stupid. Yeah, I'm actually stupid.
1: You're the only one who's ever said you're stupid. (laughs) Yeah, I've never said Marty is an idiot. I've always said, Marty, (laughs) believe in yourself. Which just, like, I usually say that right after you say you're stupid.
2: Thanks,
1: Kelly. Oh, boy. So, yeah, that song's great. Good stuff. Uh... Oh wait, there's another one. Hold on. Hold up. Alright, I guess we're done
0: with that. Alan Sherman, he's a big big 60s parody guy. I'm sure we'll talk about him again. The next song comes from another person we have discussed on the pod before. It's our friend from um, Funny Mystery uh, uh, Movie but not Clue. Funny Funny Mystery Movie, not Clue. Help me out. Yeah, that one. Wait, it's, what? Uh, okay, isn't Peter Sellers, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: he played the uh, the uh the Asian character.
2: He did uh Charlie Chan, yeah. Yeah,
0: well he's back again with A Hard Day's Night. He uh uh was kind of friends with the Beatles. Um he had a, oh. a comedy show on the BBC called The Goon Show that uh the Beatles uh liked and, and they met and um yeah, we're friendly with each other. And uh Sellers put out like sort of like a comedy EP where he's like sort of like William Shatner like act singing uh mm. Beatles lyrics. Um so here we have a hard day's night. He's doing it in the style of I forget, it's a Shakespeare or something. Lawrence Olivier doing uh Richard Hold III. Up, hold up. Richard Third, Thank you, Marty. Um, so, yeah, let's hear uh, a little bit of Peter Sellers rehearsing A Hard Day's Night.
2: You know I work all day to get you money to buy you things. And it's worth it just to hear you say, you'll give me everything. That's why I love to come home. Because when I get you alone, you know I feel... That bit is a slam dunk for me. That always works.
0: Yeah, I feel uh, I feel like I uh, I uh, abuse that bit often. Like it's because it's just it's hard not to do it when like you hear a, a lyric that uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's just funny. Yeah.
2: When you speak it, it becomes insane to say out loud.
0: Yeah. Which I mean, I don't know. It's like kind of cheap because it's like, yeah, well, it's a different. It's like uh, saying, like, hey, look, this painting is such a shitty movie. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not meant to. Yeah, it works as a song because it's a fucking song. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I like that one.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I like that. Kelly oh, approves cool. the novelty song. That's a cool. Yeah, I don't know. Song. His
0: pacing is just funny too. Like uh, him, mm-hmm. Just going from like quiet to yelling is the
1: best joke yeah. in the world. I think. Yes, it is. It always works. <laughs> if I may, was it a novelty song? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just, oh my yes! god. Ooh, yeah. Picked. Sure. No. It's, no, it wasn't. <laughs> Technically not. But right. I mean, I but, but you have to tell if it's not a novelty song, then when else me what are it was? we going to talk about it on the cast? never this was perfect scott you nailed it 10 out of 10 you're moving on to hollywood congratulations oh thank you round two i'm so happy thank you simon
0: i mean let's face it i'm simon am i right boys that's true yeah
2: man i'm paula i'm definitely you're paula
0: Paula? yeah Yeah, Yeah, and yeah kelly of course you're you're randy come on of course i'm randy baby (laughs)
2: <laughs> and Paula is just, I'm just checked out. I'm just here having a good time, you guys. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. dude, that was so wonderful. I can't believe you guys did this. So, 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 so good. <laughs> yeah, he's on the
0: oxycodone. <laughs> well, there you have it. That's, uh, oh, oh, fr- 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 little fun fact. If you look at the cover of his comedy EP, it's uh him in the makeup of all his various characters. And can you guess who's on there? Can you guess who's, oh, uh, I don't know if it's Charlie Chan, but it's um, some—it's <laughs> he's doing it again, baby.
1: <laughs> well, That's it, Marty, Marty, Marty. Yes, boys. Yes, yes. Do you have a novelty product for us. I
2: do. This week's novelty product: the Animorphs book covers. So I'm sending you guys <laughs> a link in the thread. So I picked this because I actually thought I had one of these myself, but I have uh, re-releases which don't actually have the morph covers, <laughs> which is the mo- the funniest part about this to me. The funniest one is
0: always the second stage of the evolution yeah. where they're just yeah. slightly <laughs> fucked up, like where it looks like <laughs> yes. a like
1: a furry artist is trying to like draw mm-hmm. themselves as a as a, like whatever creature they like or they associate with or whatever. Yeah. But they aren't that good at drawing.
2: (laughs) We all remember the Animorphs book covers. It would show a teenager morphing into an animal over the course of five stages. It would be basically whichever one of the six main characters of the series would be on the cover transforming into an animal that they come into into the book. Uh, Animorphs, of course, was a book series written by Kay Applegate and her husband Michael Grant, With the original run going from 1996 to 2001, the books were a massive success, leading to tons of spin-off books, a short-lived and terrible TV series, multiple video games. And the success was so large that Applegate had to outsource writing most of the books to ghost writers and just, like, kind of polish them up with, like, redrafts and stuff. And the series revolved around five human teenagers and one alien teenager who are granted the ability to morph into an animal that they touched so they could combat a parasitic alien invasion on earth these books were my childhood and everyone i know absolutely remembers these books because of the cover which i think is like a huge novelty aspect to these books that the covers were so distinct everyone knew of animorphs because of the morph
1: covers (laughs) and that's that's my novelty product for the week that's oh it reminds me of goosebumps which i bet will be a novelty product some other time and i yeah i think
2: goosebumps covers were also a big reason why they were such a big success yeah. like they were so distinct and memorable and i think that's the
1: same with animorphs that like, and i
2: think it was a huge draw
1: goosebumps also were choose your own adventures most of the time weren't they so no they not most um, of the they time did, but
2: he did that with um was it fear street maybe or like one of the other spin-off series he did like choose your own adventure stuff with that but goosebumps usually wasn't
1: oh.
2: well <clears throat> so gentlemen I
1: do have a quiz related to this product. I mean, I'm going to fail. I don't think I've ever read an Animorphs. I I haven't either. We're on equal footing. It's okay. Everything else
2: sucks. I have four Animorphs questions. I was going to do five, but I couldn't come up
1: with a good fifth question. So we're doing four. So we could possibly tie. You could tie. I think what we should have done, next time we do a book, do a reading. Uh
2: (laughs) I can grab one of the books right now. No, I've got the books over here. Too late. We can't. We already <laughs> okay. we already did the quiz. Let's go. One of the main characters of the book is an alien nicknamed Axe who morphs a human to blend into the, the, like, Earth. He blends in on Earth. His alien species before that did not have a sense of taste, so Axe became enamored with food. It's like a big plot point with his character that he just, like, loses his mind over his sense of taste. He falls in love with, specifically, one chain restaurant, Was that restaurant one of the following? Either McDonald's... Wait, is this a yes or no question? This is a... Just pick one of the three. Okay. So was it McDonald's, Dunkin' Donuts, or Cinnabon?
0: I'm going to guess McDonald's.
2: Kelly? Dunkin' Donuts. It was Cinnabon. You're both wrong. What?! (laughs) And famously, I think they actually tried to get Cinnabon to, like, do some kind of sponsorship with them, and they never did. And it was so funny, because it's they're mentioned in, like, every single book. Uh,
0: I feel like that's the authors, really. For some reason, if we look in the, that husband and wife's garbage, we're going to find... Cinnabon. Box Cinnabon after box. box. Yeah.
2: I forget. She did, an inter- she did a Reddit AMA about this one time, and somebody asked her specifically about the Cinnabon thing, and I forget what her answer was, but... Uh, question number two. How many books were in the original run of Animorphs, not including the spinoffs? Closest one gets it.
0: Oh. 60.
1: Kelly? Uh, it's, uh 10.
2: 54. Scott gets it. 10? I said she had to get, like, ghostwriters and shit. <laughs> After, like, 20 books, she got ghostwriters. But these books were not super long. They were, like... 100 pages, maybe? Good for a young adult. Yeah. Scott is up 1 0. What was the first creature that one of the main characters morphed? Horse. Kelly? Alligator. Ooh, it was a
1: pet cat. A pet I mean, cat. that one, you got to give us multiple choices. Wait, wait, wait. Or yeah. Or yeah I, really
0: hold close. on a second. And
2: was the question, what was one of the first? What was the question again? What was the first creature that one of the main characters morphed? I, I added the main character. Because if I didn't say that, it would be like an alien creature. Because the first things we see morph are like a bunch of aliens. And oh. Shit. So I said, well, then the main characters. <clears throat> final question. A big reveal in the final book of the series was where the series was actually taking place. Because like the whole conceit of the books is that the kids are speaking to you in code, kind of. Because they... Uh, somehow it's believed that their identities could be discovered if they gave away too much information or something. It's very complicated. So what U.S. state did Animorphs take place in? I'm going to give you a hint. A big recurring thing is that the Animorphs keep invading this one zoo in this city that they live in uh, because they keep having to get more, like, morphs. Like, specifically, they get, like, what are called battle morphs. They get, like, a gorilla, an elephant, a a grizzly bear. Exactly. Uh, so, what state do you think this took place in?
1: Florida,
0: California.
2: Scott gets it. Yeah, was, it was California. It's a big twist at the end of the series. That wow. was in California. Yeah, yeah not not really really was that was a twist. twist. That's a and big this, twist. It was a big reveal. It
0: was in California. Nobody's <laughs> Dude, from there. Don't
1: spoil it. I haven't
2: read that far yet. <laughs> <laughs> you guys gotta start reading now. No. That is our novelty product for this week. and i don't have anything else
0: yeah, to say yeah yeah i mean well, that's our
1: that's our dumb show yeah <laughs> it's our big dumb show big dumb show oh, of the week it's not a, thanks for tuning in big, next week we're doing big Fat liar starring frankie muniz <laughs> and my god in the binds quiz
0: boys what color was paul giamatti's hair in that movie <laughs> It was
2: blue. No, his
0: skin was blue, you Oh, idiots. my God. Oh. Marty, you're voted Damn off the it. podcast.
2: Damn it. Oh, well, I guess the podcast just isn't going to happen anymore then. Hey, what do you think? You think me and Kelly can't do this without you? No, I didn't say that. I- I'm saying you won't do yeah, this without Yeah, we wouldn't. Me. That's fair. <laughs> we would switch to something more fun and cool
1: and listen. To
2: Thanks for listening, everybody. We really appreciate you.